ghouls. Oh, Hi. 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 How are you? Doing well. Pretty good. Doing well. We made it. We made it through the day. And and we're still the golden ghouls. Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Cool Talk Volume 8 has arrived. We're here and we're happening. It's going to be chock full of spooky listener stories and we love it and we like it we're here and we're family and we're live and we're live we're live for our patron we're doing it live (laughs) yeah we are we're like we're like we're like all here and i love it the gang is all here it's real time it is yeah so, I'm gonna just kick it off. Kick it off, okay. hon. Should I? Kick it off. I think probably. We're okay. doing cool talk, so this is a listener listener story. Let's just do it. Episode. Let's just dive in. In case you're just now starting the podcast, you know? Here it is. Yeah. All right. This is from Jennifer. Okay. She starts with, hey, Alyssa, because we had been chatting. Oh. But just wait for it. Oh. We so see how like, it ends. This is between you two. But Should then, we leave? But then she says, <laughs> then Jennifer says, hope all is well with you all. Oh, okay. But we had been communicating previously because she sent us a few no stories. Jennifer. We're still here. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. She also, she wanted to compliment me on this solo. Ooh, that was a few weeks oh, back. Because it was beautiful. It was, it was really nerve-wracking. It was tremendous. She's not, she's not wrong about It just that. wasn't the same without you. It was tremendous. She says, I recently shared a few stories that happened to me in San Antonio, the Manger, Emily Morgan, and that recording that we had. Mm-hmm. Very great speaker. That had people shook, that had Emily especially shook. Mm-hmm. And I hope this one can make it onto your next school talk, as it also happened in Austin. Ooh, we're ready for this. Yes. I'm already getting chills. Here we are now in Austin. Oh. Here we are. I've been hesitant about sharing this story about my residence located on the east side of Austin, but I had an outside party ask me something that confirmed there must be something definitely going on when I had a recent get-together at the Casa. I live in East Austin also. We're in East Austin. Are we neighbors? Right now. First, I'd like to add that my house was built in 1900, and according to TCAD, the footprint has not changed ever since, except for some decks that were added to the front, side, and back areas. It's crazy to see maps of Austin in the 1900s, and even wilder that my house is on the map and looks exactly the same. That's kind of rare here. I feel like everyone's switching all the houses, and it sucks. But we're very lucky to have an authentic 1900s home. Shortly after we moved in, we would hear footsteps coming up the front porch, but no one would be there. We also had a chain-link fence, and the squeaking sound it emits is just unmistakable. You'll hear the squeak, and then shortly after, footsteps taking the three stairs to the porch. My partner and I never heard the gate open, only the footsteps. This has happened multiple times. At first, I brush it off as my cat. He loves to jump off the railing and onto the deck. He's 16 pounds and his plop is very loud <laughs> oh stop oh lord he's coming name jennifer tell us your cat's name maybe send a photo i hope well. it's pop. and a photo <laughs> after a while and peeping out windows we just never saw a thing and we both heard the noise also when moose there's a cat's <gasps> oh. name jumps down it's only one fat ass plop and not multiple steps <laughs> Moose. We call my dog <laughs> Angus Moose. True. So that's a great name. Verified. It was unnerving, but we shook it off as old house noises. The phenomenon was also happening outside, which I was cool with at the time. 
The second incident happened when I was standing behind our kitchen island and facing the front of the house. The blinds were open so I could see the street and any foot traffic that came by, which is a lot since we were right off of a major street. Now I see people walking by all the time, and the best way to explain what I saw is to preface it like this. When you're walking, if you're not too drunk, you usually walk in a straight line and have some momentum going. What I saw and kind of just struck me as odd was it was was it appeared that this guy was just turning right, walking pretty slow, and coming out of our yard and through the squeaky gate. That's what it looked like to me, so much so that I went to the front windows to see if a shipment or anything else had been dropped off. It didn't take me that long to get to the front window so I'd look in the direction he was walking and see who this was. No one was there. I went to the front door and checked for a pamphlet or any items that may have been left. Nothing. I went back behind the kitchen island again, and boom, the guy was walking by again. No. Walking from the same direction, so left this time. I knew it was the same person, no doubt. So I sprinted to the window to look and check this dude out. Nothing. No one was there, and there was nothing that could have obstructed my... I just made up a word. Obstruct. <laughs> Obstructed my view. I feel like you said it. What'd you say? Uh, I don't know. Not uh, not obstructed. All right. Good Lord. <laughs> he would have had to have sprinted to get out of my eyes view in the seconds it took me to get up to the front window. This man appeared to be older, short hair, and I think he was wearing some sort of hat. I hate to say that he looked homeless, as we do have a good amount of unfortunate folks near my place. Mm -hmm. His clothes just looked weird, and from what I could see about 30 feet back from the sidewalk, just weird. Again, I brush it off, as there was no concrete evidence, and who knows, maybe he was walking faster than I imagined, or just some rando who was walking, and I'm the creep. (laughs) Something inside me told me that it was not ordinary, and I've had those feelings in the past that really saved my ass. I have a gut feeling and I follow it. The third incident happened in the same spot and behind the kitchen island. It was dark outside and we have a window in our kitchen to the right of the island. The blinds were drawn up just a tad so that the window, you could see a reflection in the glass from the overhead lighting. So I'm standing there gorging myself with pickles or whatever, same, (laughs) and I see something in the reflection from the window walking by me. Now, I saw it first when it came from behind, and then I saw it go in front of me from the reflection, like someone had legit walked by me. First instinct was cat. I saw the cat's tail as he walked by me. 16 pounds. Six, yeah, he's a 16-pounder. Heavy-footed. Yes. Could have been. <laughs> oh, Lord, he coming. <laughs> the whole window. <laughs> <laughs> what name even pops? I don't know. The whole window wasn't drawn, so I literally only had about two to three inches of viewing to go off of. So, of course, I leaned over the side of the counter to say hi to my boy, and he wasn't there. I looked around. He wasn't there. But outside, sitting on our deck. So, he's not in the house. He's not there. He's out. It's not, it's not this scared it the shit nice. out of me because I saw someone walk by me in the kitchen. We've had other various various instances happen... Excuse me? Mm-hmm. When I sit down or I stop after walking around the house, about five to seven seconds later, I will feel a blast of air walk by me. Like the kind of air you get when you're sitting still and someone walks by, you get that blast of air. We know the blast of air, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, do we? I've also just had a weird feeling that someone is walking through the house and out the front door. 
like a residual energy is replaying itself and they're either leaving the house or coming into the house. It's always through the same pathway of the house leading either to our master or the back door or vice versa and out the front. This would make sense since we hear the footsteps coming up the porch and then they stop. The incident that happened that sparked me to finally write in was from a party we recently had after a concert a couple of weeks ago. We all came back to my place afterward and we were just congregating around the kitchen island. This kitchen island, y'all. I want a kitchen island. Same. My friend's boyfriend asked me who that man was standing by the door. My heart stopped. Oh. I looked and, of course, didn't see anyone. Mm -mm. Even one of my friends, whom I've told these stories to, came up to me after and said that and confirmed if what I heard... Good Lord. You've got it. We confirmed it. Okay? Yeah. It wasn't the most opportune time to ask him, and unfortunately, I waited too long, and a scotch had kicked in for him once I had the nerve to ask. He told me that he did remember seeing a man at the door after everyone was already inside. I believe in my heart of hearts that he saw what I have experienced. I think that perhaps we have a residual energy in our home, and while, yes, it's creepy, I don't feel it's malevolent. Something has got to be left behind in a house that is 119 years old. I'd really like to go down to the library and dig a bit further, but just haven't made it out yet. I hope you enjoyed this, and if you want any more details, I'd be happy to pass along to you. Stay spooky. Ooh. Oh my gosh, Jennifer. I'm legit honestly scared yeah. for you and your place, knowing the east side of Austin. True. I just think that if it's if it's residual, it's not... No. It's nothing. But, if but it's it sounds not. like it could be. I gave Jennifer the tip that um, we kind of heard from Stephen of the Night Owl. They had a, um, they experienced a residual haunting at the clay pit, and they kind of recorded it to see how long it lasted, and it lasted the same amount of time every time the Each loop time. would start. Interesting. So, so when you say residual haunting, I don't think mm-hmm. a lot of people would know. Yeah. So about. a residual haunting, the the theory is that uh, energy can be trapped in certain stones, rocks, things like that. So limestone, quartz. Um, quartz. There are a bunch of different. It's called the stone tape theory. So if if you are interested, we can talk about that more later on, or you can look it up. But, um, yeah, the thought is that energy gets trapped in a space, and so and it like can play itself, itself over and over and over again. So that could be what's happening. Mm-hmm. But if you do think that's what's happening, you can try and record it and see if it's the same length it. of time every oh. every single time. Can and if it is, occurrences, then you, know? <clears throat> you, might, you might know something. Peculiar. Shoot, Jennifer, but for real, keep us updated because I need to know you're safe. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And Moose is safe. Is it Uh, Moose? Moose. Moose. Then why the heck was I calling it Pops the whole time? It was just my nickname for Moose. That's just your nickname for Moose. Did you tell me its name was, did Jennifer tell us the name was Moose? Yes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it came right after you gave him the name Pops, That's though. why. That's why I just totally disregarded it. I was like, that didn't happen. That's a good name, though. <laughs> Pops? That's his nickname now. <laughs> Here comes Pops. No. 16-pound Pops. 16-pound Papas. Going once. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I have a story uh. from a lovely Harley. Hi, Harley. Hi, Harley. What up, Har? I think I called him Hart before, so I'm going to call you Hart again, because <laughs> this is the same Harley. Yes. I don't know. I give nicknames. Yes. It's a bad, bad trait of mine. Yeah. Not everybody likes it. Did I tell you about the time I gave my roommate in college... Snooky Snooks. I, the first time we saw her, she's this little tiny girl, and it wasn't to be like, you look like Snooky, 
but like naturally to my head, I was like, little snooks, you know? (laughs) And she didn't love it. No, she hated it. And I should have learned from there, but like I can't help what comes out of my mouth. Yeah. You know? It's It's like a real housewife trait. That's why I'm waiting for the email from Bravo. Yeah. Also. We wait. Harley, she's shared her story with us before too, so. Sorry, Harley. I'm getting deep into my own stories. (laughs) So this is Harley's. Hey, ghouls. Hi. 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 I know I've wrote to y'all before, but I figured I should tell you about all this stuff that happened to my best friend when she moved into an old funeral home that was converted into a house in our town with her husband. I mean, that sounds like, um, didn't, uh, the haunting of the house, they lived in the funeral home, right? Mm -hmm. Crazy. I mean, that's like a recipe for disaster. A delicious disaster. Mm, Yum. (laughs) All right. My best friend Jay, her now husband, had lived in the old funeral home for like 10 to 12 years before she moved in. He's about 13 years older than us for reference. The first time I went to visit the house, Jay took me to the basement to show me this chute. Yep. That had a piece of wood nailed over... Oh, I think it's a sheet, right? Or shoot, me this shoot that had a piece of wood nailed over the opening in the wall. There's probably like a, a body shoot, maybe. Oh, this yeah. is a funeral home. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, toss it down. just toss it down. Just okay. toss it down. Toss. You're right. <laughs> just toss them down. <laughs> toss them down, roll them around. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, she is wearing her cheerleader shirt. She is. Emily showed off her cheerleader. Wow. Down. Turn around. Dude, turn residual around. haunting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm wearing a cheer tee, and I can't help it. It's just coming through. She can't. <laughs> okay, Jay, Jay took me down to the basement to show me this chute that had a piece of wood nailed over the opening in the wall that used to have something to do with keeping the bodies. It was the first funeral home in our area that did its own embalming. Ooh. Lots of weird things happened in this house. Their bedroom didn't have a door on it, so she could see into what was their office slash dining room. The computer screen in that room kept flickering on and off while she was trying to sleep. It kept happening, so her husband woke up and he had said, stop it, and it did. Like, That's the ring shit. <laughs> <laughs> you stop it right now. Stop it. Get off that screen. <laughs> this would have. This would also happen with lights flickering, and he would yell "stop," and they would. One night, one of his friends stayed the night in an upstairs bedroom that had a door to the attic. The whole night, he heard scratching on the attic door Mm-mm. and what sounded like something walking around above him. Hmm. He told them he would never stay in that room ever again. The laundry room was also in the basement. Jay went down to do the laundry one day, opened the door, which would open towards you, and three hangers were lying in the doorway that hadn't been there when she left that room previously. Hmm. The last weird thing that happened actually freaked her husband out, and he said he wouldn't go back. They got pregnant shortly after getting married. Congrats. So they decided to build a house by her parents. Their son was born before the new house was completed, so they lived there for a few weeks before moving. They left a helium balloon at the old house that someone given them had given them after the birth. 
They closed it in the upstairs, and a week later, her husband went back to check on things as the house had not yet sold. He opened the door and went to go up the stairs, and when he looked up, the balloon was floating outside the upstairs door in the stairwell. No. He left immediately. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't stop that. They opened and closed the door. No one had been in the house, and he couldn't even... He couldn't have even gotten in as it was locked up, as it was locked up. But that balloon somehow got out of the upstairs um, portion. Sorry, this is so long. Just had to share her story. Love you, ghouls. Stay spooky. No, that is spooky That's, AF, yeah. girl. I don't know why the balloon part was what gave me the chills. <laughs> or what gave um, her husband, Jay's husband, yeah. the chills. Because like he was like, I'm never coming back after this that. This is what happens when you live in a funeral home. I don't do it. Don't do also, it. Fine. Fine. I have a healing balloon currently in my space. Bag? Why? In my bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes your voice high. <laughs> in my bag. I do it every time for the podcast. Just a little, you know... <laughs> Editing that out every time is the hardest part of my job. <laughs> oh my god. No, in my apartment. Because it was my birthday, yeah. you know? And it's so, still hanging on? It's still hanging on. Damn. But it doesn't it doesn't go any weird places. And mm. I was very mm. displeased with that. I was like, <laughs> I know there <laughs> I was like, I know there's someone in here and this is yours. Alright? So play with that. Yeah, do something. She's asking know. for it. Amuse yeah, me. It's been staying in the same corner for like Damn. a year now. Rude. Oh, it's been there like three weeks. Rude. A year. <laughs> three weeks to a year. Crazy. I was like, oh, your last birthday? You Crazy. mean it's really been there? Okay. Hang on that long. I've got one from Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi. <laughs> All right. She says, whew. Hi, ladies. First off, love the podcast. <laughs> Aw. We love you, Rachel. We love you, Rachel. We love you, Rachel. What Thanks. If, what if everyone hates the nickname? <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I just ha gave her a nickname. Ha ha. We love you, Rachel. <laughs> it's not just me. Ha ha. You would have called her Little Snooks, too. <laughs> True, I would have. Thanks for the spooky stories that get me through my nine to five. Anywho, I have a lot of stories, so let's jump right in. Let's go for it. I'm diving Dive. in. To start, the first house my family lived in was 100% haunted. I grew up in the suburbs of Philly in a very colonial area. Same. But not Philly. (laughs) It's like, no, you didn't at all. Not even close. Not even close. With that said, our neighborhood was new construction and was built on land that was densely wooded and supposedly uninhabited up until the 90s. As you can imagine, some spooky shit was bound to go down. No matter what, we never felt alone in our house. My mom reports that she always felt a man watching her, especially when alone. My earliest memory of the ghost happened when I was three years old, and I woke up to a deep male voice speaking right outside my door. He was speaking a language I had never heard before, and his voice was like Darth Vader deep. That just reminded me of a really scary dream I once had. Remind me to talk about it later. Okay. This happened on multiple occasions, and it was usually followed by the feeling of the room spinning. It never felt threatening, and I have no explanation for this. Shoulder shrug. (laughs) 
When my little brother was born, my twin and I moved into the lofted attic space on the third floor of the house, and that's when shit got scary A. F. You mean the man talking outside of your bedroom wasn't scary? She's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Rachel. That's when Star Wars came out. <laughs> She's old. In the 90s. Yeah, she had one of those masks on. <laughs> what do you think it would sound like if Darth Vader used a, used a helium balloon? If he sucked a helium balloon? Ooh, good one. Much to think about. Much. Yeah. All right, back to the story. Okay. The corner of the room that my twin's bed faced was perpetually dark, despite the skylights above it, and we always felt like something was lurking there. We consistently had shared dreams. That's cool. Horrifying ones. Of cloaked figures looking down from the skylights, dismembered body parts on the wall. The uh, likes In your dreams? The likes of which we had never seen as we were five years old. And one particularly spooky one, where we were both shaken awake by a pair of hands grabbing our shoulders. No. No, I'm okay. To be honest, this shit happened so frequently that it became our norm. It wasn't until we moved to the house with absolutely no activity that I fully processed the weirdness of the situation. To this day, that house doesn't stay occupied for long periods of time. Mm. I wonder why. I wonder why. Darth Vader's in there. Exactly. Sucking on helium <laughs> balloons. Another. He already owns it. <laughs> And not helium. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and pop my balloon. Do it. <laughs> Just so I can get that helium. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does it get you high? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> very definitive no. No. Another experience of mine happened in my high school theater. The theater was old and creepy, as theaters tend to be but filled with energy from all the drama kids and hormones. <laughs> Verified. <laughs> One day I got to a rehearsal early, so I sat down and started reading over some lines. It was very still and quiet until I heard a clang and a plop to my left. Did it have a British accent? Clang! <laughs> I mean, it doesn't specify, but I think it did. Okay. I think it did. Okay. I looked over and saw that a spare wheel from an AV cart had flipped itself off of the cart and onto the floor. No. It then proceeded to roll towards me for a few seconds until it plopped once again. That was the clang and the bloop. Mm-hmm. Bloop. Spooked, but stubborn. I said, not out loud, but in my head, Okay, I feel you, but I gotta learn these lines. You can hang out if you want to. And the room got quiet and still again. Later that night while on stage, I saw half of a figure from the torso up in the aisle. It looked almost like the negative image of a person, so I thought the bright stage lights were playing tricks on me, but the figure remained after I rubbed my eyes and looked back. It then shot, it then shot back through the closed doors at the top of the aisle and disappeared. Nobody else saw it, and I'm convinced it was the same theater-loving spirit that made the wheel move earlier that day. The last story I'll share is a quick one that happened pretty recently. I live in Manhattan, and my roommate and I were apartment hunting. Our broker wanted to show us a listing that had just opened up. It wasn't in our ideal neighborhood, but it was huge and cheap. A rarity in New York City. Truly. So we had to check it out. Y'all, it was haunted AF. <laughs> the previous tenants had left just about all of their belongings there, including half-full glasses of wine. What? All no. of their All of their furniture toiletries oh and a half-burned bundle of sage 
smack dab in the middle of the damn place. These people left in a hurry. I wonder why they didn't. Did they? Clean maybe it up. that was set up for them. They're like enjoy. Yeah, and like sold. Take the wine, save the house. It's new to you. <laughs> most yeah, most brokers just like ditch. Make cookies, right? Right. So that's pretty. That's pretty nice. <laughs> it's pretty nice. These people left in a hurry. This place had plenty of windows, but it felt dark and heavy the second we walked in. It was the middle of summer with no central air, and yet I was covered in goosebumps. I've always been sensitive to energy, and I couldn't really get past the entryway without totally losing my shit, so I ran out of there very quickly. <laughs> I couldn't find any history of the building, but I can feel in my bones that we were not welcome there. I have more stories, but those are definitely the highlights. Keep doing what you're doing and creating such awesome content. Much love. Best, Rachel B. Thank you for the awesome uh, content, Rachel. Real, Rachel. Also, Rachel B, keep the stories coming. Keep them yes. coming our way. We're ready and we're here. Before I, I want to know who moved into that apartment. Rachel, can you go interview them? Yeah. Actually, I'll be, well, you're, you're going to be there By the time week. this episode airs, I will have already been in New York. Hmm. I want but to know I'll be who there. moved out of the apartment. I want to know everyone who's ever touched that apartment. If you really love me, Darth Vader. All right, we've got one more. Oof. Oof. Oh my gosh. Um, Have you guys seen the reality TV ASMR? So there's like a Jersey Shore one, there's Alexis Nyers, Pretty Wild scene that. Oh my god, no. $29. But I've watched. But it's ASMR. I like. Oh my god. For years. Nancy Joe. Oh my god. I am petrified. That's really funny. You're popping all of it. How do I, what do I watch it on? Uh, You watch it on, I found it on YouTube. Okay. Do you think I could be an ASM artist? Probably. I think so. Hello. Should you have the nails? Okay. Sorry for anyone who hates ASMR. I don't, I don't care for it. You either love it or you hate it. It does make me tingle. Then you should like it. The tingle dangle. (laughs) This comes from... Ian. Hi, Ian. What's up, Ian? Hi, Ian. The apartment my fiancé and myself lived in for a while had something in it that I could not put my finger on. We like to think we are paranormal enthusiasts. We don't have equipment yet, but we've tried to talk to it and come to terms with it, but would not cooperate. Mm. It hated Brittany, my fiancé, with a passion. Here are some things that it did to her. She was home alone one afternoon as I was working, and she works late shift every other day. Anywho, she was laying in bed on her phone or watching TV, and there was a loud scratch on the door. She thought it was me joking with her, but I was working, and this was the first thing that happened to us. She texted me, and I sent her a picture of me clearly working, and she went out to investigate and saw nothing. Our door was locked, and we had no pets at the time. The next thing we noticed was when I would get home and walk into our room, my mood would totally change. I would get so angry out of nowhere and yell and scream, but if we would leave the apartment, I was fine. Literally, the moment we would walk out the door, a 360-degree change in mood, and it was like I had no idea. I was just mad. The second major thing... (laughs) The second major thing that happened was we were going out for dinner with some friends, and we had just had a lifelong friend of mine move into our second room, and he had just bought a new bed and put it together. So there were some long boxes in the dining area, which was right next to the door. I walked out into the hallway, and Britt was right behind me. But right before she took a step out, a long box fell in front of her and blocked her from leaving. 
We tried to debunk it by putting back how it had been leaning against the wall, which was the opposite way of the door, and it wasn't like a light box. It had some weight to it. So we came up with nothing but it being pushed. The last major thing we can remember is, again, I was at... My paper's upside down. Wow. Work, and she was home alone, as our roommate was working as well. But anyway, it was spring and nice out, so she wanted to go out on the deck and work on homework or read or something, so she did. She went out, closed the sliding door behind her, and sat down. Then, realizing she forgot her drink and phone in the kitchen, so she tried to go back in, the door was locked. So she literally had to wait two hours before I got home to do anything. On my way home, I was worried because she was not answering her phone or anything. I pulled up and saw she was outside on the deck and asked her what she was doing and why she wasn't answering. So she told me and I rushed to the apartment and got her inside. We, we again, we tried again to recreate this and no joke, it was a hard push to lock it no matter how hard you slam the door or anything. Hmm. <sighs> okay. What did Brittany do to make this spirit hate her? Maybe right. they just hate women. But also, like we were talking about residual hauntings, there is energy that can, like, stay in a place and, like, change people's moods. Like, I can't remember exactly. It's, like, some, like, science behind it. Mm -hmm. Like, there's certain types of, like, things that can, like, actually change people's moods. And so maybe there was too much, I don't know, like, radium or something in that <laughs> room. I hope not. not no, radium. No, but that's what I'm saying. They it's walk like out that. green. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> to... like, it's like there's something in this space that yeah. can, like, literally make people depressed. Some type of, like, yeah. metal or mineral. Ian, was the other roommate male or female? I cannot find. I'd be interested to know if maybe it was, like, an, an entity that didn't like, like women or something. <sighs> I don't know. There's some spooky shit. Y'all got some spooky shit going on. Okay? Truly. What was your spooky dream about oh, Darth yeah. Vader? Oh, I just had a very weird dream years ago. And I was in Massachusetts. I think I was living in Massachusetts at the time. And I was in this... Um, I was in somebody's house. It was like a... I guess you could say it was kind of like a cabin, but larger. So it was like a wooden large cabin a large wooden cabin and I was in my dream I saw um what looked like a golden retriever and then I looked away and I looked back and it was a black dog and it was in my dream I sensed that it was super angry and it was like a bad entity like it was no longer a golden retriever and um in my dream, I heard this, like, bellowing, deep voice, like, a voice I've never heard before. And it was, like, a, a man's voice. And it I don't quite remember what it said, but it woke me up. And I remember, like, waking up in fear. Ugh. And I don't, even when I have nightmares, I don't wake up like that. But I was just like, Crazy. holy shit. And I think I did some Googling, and it was like, oh, yeah, that's like a demon. My God. Demon oh, yeah. possessing your dream. Just a uh, casual okay. demon. Cool. Tell us about the bed thing that happened. Oh, yeah, okay. So, Alyssa oh, yeah. knows this story. I, mm-hmm. I briefed her on it. But I just moved into a house. My, my old roommate bought a house. And it is right next to a cemetery. A cemetery. Like, literally, there's two or three houses between them and the cemetery. Yeah, mm-hmm. so possible there are some bodies under whatever. 
Um, and the lady who lived in the house prior to my roommate buying it, she passed away in the house. What? You never told us that. Oh. Surprise! Well, she passed away in the house. That's why he got it so cheap. I mean, oh my god. Probably. Okay, anyway. Well, and isn't there like a lot of fixing up to be done? Yeah, but even yeah, that, that's another scary houses story. on the east side don't go for what he got that house oh, for. Oh, shit. Okay, keep, we'll keep going. What happened? So, I moved in, and I felt very um, at, at peace and serene, I think is how I was describing it, because I was thinking, oh, what if this place is haunted? Like, it could be. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel any weirdness, like no negative energy whatsoever. And cat, my cat Dante, he seemed very chill as well. Cause I lived in a haunted apartment in Boston once and Dante was not chill. So I was like, okay, cool. So I was taking a nap <laughs> and I'm about to drift off to sleep. And all of a sudden I feel this jolt, like my bed. It felt like someone was underneath my bed and they were like, boom. And so like, I opened my eyes like this and I was like, what the hell is that what and then i was like oh did i just dream that was dot next to you yeah oh he was like and um he he reacted also yeah i mean the bed moved like you could feel it and then it happened again (gasps) it was like i was like okay well there's either someone under the bed the only thing i can think of is that when i moved in and we set up my bed maybe one of the um the feet was like at an angle and then for some reason an hour after I was trying to nap the foot kind of just like went back into place and kind of like made the bed jolt I don't know <laughs> but I don't like it. What? it it was a little too extreme for me to even uh, allow myself to get upset about it cause it's like nope shit <laughs> nope <laughs> well interesting talking about dreaming i don't know terms and facts but this was very interesting to me are have you guys ever been able to like manipulate your dream like lucid dreaming yes yeah i yeah. used to do it so, before i was on antidepressants I apparently can't do it well okay because i can do it too but i went out with this guy who he's a sleep doctor and what he said lucid dreaming is like very rare yeah. I was like, I didn't know that because, like, I can do it. And yeah. I can, like, purposely make myself dream something again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I'll wake yeah. up and be like, mm, and I'll go back into that dream. Right. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. It's like, that's a rare, really cool thing. Is that why we evolved? I think friends that's why we're all so smart and spooky. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're all so smart. Can yeah. you manipulate dreams? Can I you don't lucid think dream? so. Probably oh, not. Cool. Oh. Well, send us your stories of lucid dreaming. Ooh. That'd yeah. be fun. To the Golden Ghouls podcast at gmail.com. All the stories, really, all the spooky stories. Oh, Weird, God. bizarre, uh, aliens, spooky, ghosty shit, whatever. You know, if you can't it. explain it, we want to hear about it. Yeah. Also, you guys, we've been invited to two haunted locations. So excited. Count them two. My friend's house is haunted. There is a spirit who is watching over her baby, and she sent me a video of the baby monitor, and I can see a literal figure. Nope. So we are going Mm -mm. to her house, and we're going to do an EVP session, and obviously we will report back and share any recordings, and now we've got a new offer for some spooky time. Yeah, right outside of Lampasas. Lampasas. my friend, he's inherited a ranch through his family, and, um... There have been, like, decades of spooky things, and so he invited us to go up there and 
So no. hopefully, I, I'm hoping ASAP. I'm going to be in New York this yeah. week. But like after that, after that, baby. Any Sunday. Any given Sunday. Exactly. Wow. Cool, cool. I'm excited. This is super exciting. So you guys be prepared for all that good listening. Yeah. Right? And until next time, stay spooky. Ooh. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Here we go again. Uh-oh. <laughs>